Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Story of Buddha. Today, we will pick up where we left off yesterday. Alrighty. Yesterday, we left off where、um, the、uh, hermit Asita pointed out that、uh, the prince one day will not conquer the world by military force.、Uh, he will find religion and that.、Um, He will become the enlightenment. He will become the attained、uh, enlightenment. So, on hearing that, the king was deeply inspired. He believed in the power of the worlds, as told by Asita. However, he also considered that if the prince was cultivated both in literature and in martial art, he could work for the welfare of humanity just the same. Without having to pursue a mona a monastic life, so the king ordered that disguised teachers with expertise in different fields to retain to instruct the prince in the arts and sciences. The prince was very intelligent and made speedy progress. Under the instructions of these famous masters. The prince had acquired broad knowledge and exceptional skills, especially in horse riding and carriage driving. When the prince grew up, the king was eager to bring up about marriage for the prince at an early date, with the hope of changing his lonely and timid character. The king therefore spared no effort in seeking a pretty and virtuous. Princess to be the prince's wife. At that time, in the city of Kolia, of the neighboring country, the eldest, the eldest daughter of King, of the King Sap Sapabuda, Princess Princess Yayodaha, was beautiful and virtuous. Virtuous, she was being fought, sought by many suitors, both far and near. Although King Subodana made a personal, made the proposal on behalf of the prince, King Sapabuda found it difficult to make a choice, so he called his ministers to a conference to discuss the matter of marriage for the princess. The outcome of the discussion was to adopt a proposal that a big elephant be fed with strong liquor, and whoever could overcome the drunken elephant would marry the princess. The rule stipulated that only the nobility could participate in the competition to tame the elephant. After King Subhabuda put out the notice, the news shook the entire Middle India. Many members of the nobility made preparations to take part of the competition, especially Devidatta, who was full of confidence that he would win. On the day of the competition, spectators filled the arena with capacity. Both Prince. Siadatta and Devadatta arrive. 
people were discussing and speculating on who would emerge the winner to take the hand of the princess in matrimony. At the selected time, the drunken elephant was released from the iron cage. Raising its head and nose, it roars in anger. A number of self-assured nobles jump into the arena eager to win. But the drunken elephant was so powerful that by sweeping and thumping with its drunken feet, it demonstrated it might be scared off people. At that moment, a strong brave man walked slowly near the drunken elephant. Suddenly, he held the elephant's trunk and pulled backward, with such force that the elephant moved over 10 feet, then pulling it to the left. He succeeded in taking the drunken elephant to the ground. The brave man was extremely happy, thinking he had won, but unexpectedly, Davidatta rushed to the brave man who had consumed all his energy to take down the elephant, raised the man's body with his hand, and hurdled him across the distance of more than 10 feet. The brave man was thrown to his death without ever knowing why. At that instant, the spectators yelled and became disorderly. They then saw Prince Sahidatta enter upon the scene and use his hand to caress the wounded and the drunken elephant. Strange things happened, and there appeared to be my golden rays of light radiating from the prince's body and shining on the big elephant. The drunken elephant exhaled, opened his eyes, and slowly stood up on its feet. On its feet, the drunken elephant stood very tamely in front of the prince, a scene exactly what in the king's dream. The prince then climbed and sat on the back of the elephant. They moved step by step toward the crowd. The crowd then shouted out loud, Long live Prince Sihadatta! The words were echoed from the sky. As for Divedatta, it was not known when he had slipped away. Prince, Princess Yayodahara was eventually married to the prince in a solemn and happy ceremony held amid in the jubilation applause of their people. After their marriage, a loving tenderness, Yoyi the Yasohara, still could not dilute the problems contemplating by the prince in his mind. He still cherished an idea that all beings were equal, and he was firmly against the Brahma caste system. One day, the prince asked the king for permission to conduct a tour around the capital city. The king immediately arranged imperial carriages and elephants and sent high officials to accompany the prince. The prince and his attendants made their exit by the east gate, then enjoyed the scenery. Along the way, there was a refreshed state of mind. However, when they approached the woods, there came out from 
their right hand side a hunch. Back old man with white hair and bare shoulders. He was limping along very wobbly, looking very miserable, as if he could easily be blown away by a gust of wind. The prince immediately dismounted from the elephant, walked to the old man and spoke to him in a caring manner. It turned out that the man was a deaf, but not even with not even one tooth in his mouth. He was lonely and unprovided for because his children refused to support him. This aroused the sympathy of the prince, who offered to support the old man through old age. But the old man asked the prince to give his rejuvenation and longevity instead. The prince was speechless, sighed heavily, and instructed his attendants to drive the carriage back to the palace. A few days later, the prince and his attendants toured the west gate. The king had ordered the area to be clear of sick and poor people. When they made their way not far from the gate, they saw a sick man lying on the roadside on the verge of dying. He had a thin body, bloated belly, and he was moaning. The prince inquired his attendants, "Why would the man become like this?" The attendants dared not to conceal the truth and reply, "This is a sick man. He catches illness because his body is in disorder. Whether rich or poor, noble or commoner, once the body contracted disease, they will feel the pain." On hearing these words, the prince was disturbed and felt ill at ease. He gave the order to return to the palace. All right, we're gonna stop here today, and on the next episode, I will continue、um, what will happen when he、um, returned to the palace. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye bye.